Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about your gifts. Working in your gifts, or how do you want to phrase that? Yeah, I mean, working your gifts. Working in your gifts. Okay. Um, And so, I guess, like, the big idea that I have about working in your gifts is this concept of the 80-20 rule. And... I don't know. I feel like this rule has been applied. I think it's like Pareto's principle or something. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> so, Lord, she goes with her quotes. You know, I don't be knowing. Um, but the 80-20 rule, it, as it relates to like working in your gifts, is in entrepreneurship or in your work or whatever it is, there is usually like 20% Oh, it was the oh, it was the Pareto's principle. Okay, what? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Don't have <laughs> Sorry, she just looked it up for me. I'm like, look at that. But yeah, so the idea here is that 20 percent of what you do is what drives 80 percent of the outcome, right? And that means the other 80 percent of what you're doing is only generating 20 percent of the outcome. So when you think about working smarter, not harder, it really comes down to this principle. And people hate when I say this, but I'm like, you don't got to aim for 100%. Like, we're always trying to do the most, do the extra. And I'm just like, well, what if you're just generating the 80%? Is that enough for you to, you know, live, survive, and what have you? So I don't know. I'll pass it back over to you. I just wanted to introduce that concept because... I can talk about that all day. So how are you saying that you need to apply this to your life? So I think you can apply it in a few different ways. And as an entrepreneur, I apply it in a very specific way. So um, as a business owner, right, you're always doing stuff. <laughs> you can be doing stuff like 24 hours a day. Yep. But the reality is a lot of those things that you're doing are a waste of your time. And you could probably be doing a fraction of that and still make the same amount of money that you're making. And so, so yeah, I would leave it at that. That's how I would apply it in an entrepreneurial context. So what does it mean for everybody working a nine to five? How can you apply that in your life? Well, I think there might be two ways, but I think one way is for folks who might be thinking about leaving the nine to five concept. I think you have to figure out what in your current role or yeah, I would you have to use it on your current role. What in your current role brings you the most value? Yeah. I was gonna say for me, I've worked in corporate America for a long time now, at least it feels that way. Mm-hmm. And I have found the most joy and also the most growth career-wise when I was able to have the majority of my responsibilities in line with with what I'm most interested in, what right, I'm most right. passionate about. And I don't want to quote a study that I read a long time ago. But <laughs> she be quoting studies, y'all. <laughs> there was a study. I'm going to look it up for you guys. I'll probably try to get it in the notes. But there was a study that said that people who work in their, in their gifts, in their passion – actually end up making more money and and working longer and being way more profitable in their career because that they work in their gifts. And and when I think about this, I think about the statistics the statistics around how many people don't work within their career field when they graduate from college or or, or things like that. And and so what I, 
I take this as for, for everybody working a nine to five is if you're doing something you hate, please know you're not as being as profitable and, and why you think that you're making a sacrifice to, to make X money or whatnot. If you could actually get into what you love, you're going to be way more profitable. And, and if you concentrate on those things, yeah. that'll, that'll take you much further in life from a happiness perspective yeah. and, and also from a financial perspective. Yeah, I mean, when you're doing something that you hate, like the minutes drag by, like <laughs> yeah. I swear the seconds feel like they be multiplying. <laughs> like the days are so long, it's not even worth it from that perspective. Yeah. That was a hard thing for me because in my career, uh, you know, I'm I'm a millennial, I guess. Uh, yes, yes, you're a millennial. <laughs> but in my career though, I was always told, "Hey, if you want to get a raise, you you jump from job to job and I know a lot of people who took that right like now they make the most in their career area because they jump from job to job and it was only I want to say in the last few years that I was able to say I'm not just going to go to a new job because it's going to pay me more money but this is the type of of job that I'm looking for now so when I see that maybe I'll perk up my ears and, and make a decision but it's more about me doing what it is I enjoy doing and that I'd like to see myself doing than it ever is about the financial trade-off that I thought I was getting before. Yes, because these jobs will have you fooled when you run them numbers on that total compensation package. Okay, like it's not always better. So you got to be careful if, if you're taking a job strictly for the money because like you can get literally that same amount, and I'm using air quotes here, you can get it through other benefits through other companies, right? Like it's it's not always an apples to apples comparison on that front. And if you don't like what you're doing, you might as well subtract that off of whatever you're making because, you know, it, it really does detract from who you are as well. So 80-20, I mean, we don't have to just do 80-20. I think we're just talking generally about how we're leveraging our gifts. And I guess I would want to put a definition on gifts and the way I think about that is the things that you would do for free. I say those to me are the things you need to be doing for money. Right. And we actually looked at that um, when we were evaluating what we wanted to do for black girl fly. This was something that we really struggled with because there's so many things that you can do. There's so many doors that, that open with opportunity and what we found, honestly, is that getting started, it, it was more about what's sustainable for us. Mm-hmm. And the reason the podcast is here today is because this is what we do naturally. We, right. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we love to talk. We love to teach. We love to have conversations that no one, no one else would be willing to have. Right. And, and that's how we decided really much of our business of, of what is it that we're interested in. For me, real estate, we were like, we can't pull this out because I'll look at houses just because I'm bored. Right. Yo, every time we go to a new city, we just be on yes. Zillow. Yes. We know we, we'll, at the airport. we'll drive. We'll be driving through a city. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the property value is here. Right. right. Um, and so that's how we're building our business is, is what is it that we love? What is it that we do without thinking about it? And, and that's where we want to concentrate, not only from a financial aspect, but, but because we realize that we'll be profitable in that area, but we want to be happy, right? Like this whole conversation of the, the, what we do here is not just about the money. It's about finding who you are in life and what makes you happy and what makes you tick and, and what brings joy. And so 
the 80-20 rule, yes, Tanisha can break it down from a financial perspective <laughs> of how you're more profitable and how it produces 80% a, of what you do. A, but but it's also about living in your space, about yeah. you being you. And the reason why I break it down from the financial perspective is because people spend way too much time doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Right. And <laughs> like, I just have to break it down on that front and it can be a little bit scary to make a leap like that, but you have to know you really have so, to know. So I have to bring this up. So it's kind of related, a little off, you know, we fear off sometimes, but I really struggle with that from like my whole finance perspective. So I had actually shared with Tanisha, like my pretty much what I was doing financially overall. And I've always been a person who pays attention to my debt here and does retirement here and college savings here and, and all of these things. And Tanisha was like, if you're spread out, you can't concentrate on anything. Mm -hmm. And it, I'm telling you like hundred percent true. Every month I have to remind myself of that. And I have to say, what is it that's important to me? And it's about acknowledging that I am not uh, an infinite resource person, that I only have a finite thing in my hands today. Right now, right. Yeah, make sure I say that right now. <laughs> and that I have to make the decisions that are most impactful to what I'm trying to accomplish now. And that's the same with your time. Like, if you are literally like spending time, you're, <laughs> oh my God, sorry, I just had an example that came to my head that made me laugh. But like you're spending your hours sparsely throughout the day, right? You're doing five hours on this, five hours on that, five hours on that. Where you could be doing, you know, a good 10 hours concentrated, focused on one thing. Do you realize how much further you would get on that one thing versus like you in all those areas? It's the same concept. And so, so yeah, I don't know. I like to think about it like that. And yeah, no, it no, I like me. it. And so when you just said that too, I was thinking about why did I get there? I think in life we're, we're trained, right? We're, mm. we're trained. And when I think about school and whatnot, it wasn't acceptable for me. And, and honestly, I was a really good math student, <laughs> but I sucked <laughs> at science and my mom right. wasn't accepted and my teachers weren't accepted. I can get an A plus in math and get a D in science. I think that overall, we've been conditioned to believe that you have to be good at everything. And, and right. this has Work been your weakness. <laughs> yes. And mm. this has been huge. Like when you think about um, just life in general, it, it's so lonely to talk about the things that you didn't do well at. Right. Or the things that aren't going good. Oh no. I believe in hiring out your weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm saying like, though is that, I want us to, as a society, start to acknowledge that you don't have to be good at everything. No, you don't. That you don't have to be assert, asserting energy in all of those places. Mm -hmm. But it's all about what's most important to you now and knowing that you can make the decision to change in the future. Right, right. Yeah, you can pivot at any moment. And I think that that's the part that gets people hung up sometimes. It's like, they feel like they're committing to something for the rest of their life. Yeah. No, in, a, in, a, in our book, we, we, we talk to kids about the fact that career choices aren't uh, for everything. Right. Like we were always asked the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And it wasn't acceptable to say, I want to be a lawyer. Then I want to be a doctor. Then I want to be a podcaster. Then I want to be a YouTuber. Yo, I uh, want it to be everything. <laughs> but everyone tried to get you to make a decision. To say right? one. Yeah. To say one. And and that's just not the reality of things. I'm like, if you think about 
like there are people in their 70s who are still working. And so if you think about you have an opportunity to work from the age of 20 to the age of 70, that's 50 years. You could have five different 10 year careers within that, (laughs) or you could have 10 different five year careers within that 50 years. So I'm just like, yo, life is long. Explore them all. I think that's good. <laughs> so that's where we're going to end. <laughs> I think it is. Work in your gifts. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to force yourselves to work in your gifts. Know that at the end of the day, that's where you're going to be most profitable and the happiest. Yeah. yeah. And, and sorry, before we go, I do want to say like some people don't know their gifts or don't know where to start. And so with that, I just say like write a list of everything that you enjoy doing. Write a list of things that you do in your free time and just choose one. Honestly, choose one. And it's not even about that. When you are not writing that list, when you're not thinking, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I told you this, that Zillow app. Right. <laughs> Checking out right. property. Literally, um, we go on a vacation and we want to go to open houses. <laughs> like, who we does did that, that on our last? Yeah. Who, who does that? Like, it's stuff like that. Like, what is it that you just like to do? And guess what? You can probably make money at it. Especially now. We are in a global economy where anything is possible. Exactly. So, y'all. So, hashtag let's have the conversation and let us know what it is that you're exploring in terms of your gifts. And until next time, I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Shana Dixon. And we, and we are, are Black, Black Girl, Girl Fly. Fly.